Amen. Well, good morning, church. Good to see all of you guys here on Facebook or YouTube or however you're getting a hold of the message this morning. We're thankful that you're here. My name is Josh, preaching pastor at Living Waters. And uh, if you have a copy of God's Word, go ahead and open it up to Hebrews chapter 13. Hebrews 13 is where we're going to be. And uh, as you're opening there, just want to wish you guys a Merry Christmas. Hopefully you had a great Christmas celebration with friends and family. Some of you are still celebrating with friends and family. Uh, you might be traveling, you might be gone this weekend, you might be here, there, and everywhere, but we hope that uh, you are having a very Merry Christmas. And uh, yeah, it is the Tweener Sunday, so we're in between Christmas and New Year's. Hope you guys have a great New Year's celebration as well this, this, uh, this week, and uh, may God bless you all richly as you do that. Hope you had a great Christmas. So, um, Oh yeah, it is time for the annual, before we read God's Word, the annual journal commercial. All right, I do this at the end of the year, every year, and I've done it for the last uh, three or four years now. So these are all my journals. Um, these are from past years. So this, is, uh, this was an old journal that I used to use all the time. And this was 20... I think this is like 2017. Yep, this is 2017. So that would have been 2016, 2017, 2018, 20, 2019 slash 2020. And, um, you know, these journals, um, this is my new one right here. And I would just, I would just tell you um, the ability to grow in grace, the ability to grow in Christ is, is a big deal for a person who's been saved. And... I can think of no greater discipline that God has brought into my life since I came to Christ 20 years ago uh, than the encouragement of my then youth leader to journal. And I picked up a notepad and a piece of paper and pen, pen, pencil, whatever I had back then. And I would write maybe a paragraph or two about my journey with Jesus and what I was learning, what I was growing in, how I was, how I was growing towards Christ-likeness and what I read that day and maybe a challenge or a blessing that was going on in my life. And I've been journaling for over 20 years and I can't think of a discipline that is more important than journaling your journey with Jesus. Um, writing down where you've been, writing down where you're going. And um, I would highly recommend a journal. If you, wanna, if you wanna see God work in your life in a great way, um, I would just highly encourage you to buy a journal like this. You can buy these really cool discipleship journals that we have at church and, and write, it, write your stuff down. I mean, this thing has like everything you need. It's got, it's got big blocks of, of space where you can write your journal entry for that day. It's got your Bible reading entries that you can do. It's got uh, a Bible reading plan. We, we put in the back of the journal, we put a bunch of really cool counseling resources and things like that to bless you and to help you grow in Christ. And so... If that's you, and you're like, I have been wandering in a wilderness all year, and 2020's been really hard for me, I would suggest that you get a journal and, and really get disciplined about reading God's Word every day and writing down what you're reading and, and journaling what's going on in your life. I mean, you're going to forget most of the stuff that you have written down um, or, or the stuff that happens to you if you don't write it down. So I would just encourage you to... Get a journal. Uh, they're $12. We sell them here. If you're looking for a journal, we sell them at Living Waters, 12 bucks a pop, and you can get a hold of Chelsea or the office, and we'll make sure we get one in your hands. We want you to grow in grace, 
And so uh, make a gift to yourself be one of these journals in 2021, okay? All right, commercial over, and uh, let's read God's Word together, and then we'll pray and see what God has for us uh, this morning. So Hebrews chapter 13, and we're going to read just two verses, verses 20 and 21. Now may the God of peace, who brought again from the dead our Lord Jesus, the great shepherd of the sheep, by the blood of the eternal covenant, may he equip you with everything good, that you may do his will, working in us that which is pleasing in his sight, through Jesus Christ, to whom be glory forever and ever. Amen. Praise God for the reading and for the hearing of his word. Let's pray together. Father, thank you for the opportunity that we have to study your word this morning. God, your word is a, a light to our feet, um, Lord, and a light for our path. God, you um, lead us down straight paths, God, when we follow your word. And we pray for your word to land on our hearts and our minds in a special way this morning. Holy Spirit, I'm asking that you would build up every Christian. And I'm asking that you would convert every person who does not know you yet. And I pray that you would do all this through your word, through Jesus, through the gospel. And it's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. So 2020 has been awesome. No, no, seriously. It, it has been really, really good. Um, I know that um, it, it's hard to believe that at times, and, and yet as we approach this message, uh, what I like to do during these, this Sunday, which is the last Sunday of our calendar year, is reflect. So this sermon is more of topical in nature. Um, it's not going to be a massive exegesis of the passage, though we will exegete these two verses that we read in verses 20 and 21 of Hebrews 13. But the main, the main goal of, of this sermon this morning is to reflect on all, all that God has done this year. Uh, 2020 has been an amazing year. It has been a hard year. It has been a, um, it has been a difficult year, but it's been also a year full of rich blessings from God. And he has blessed us in ways that are absolutely amazing. I hope to highlight that for you this morning. So as we review the year, um, I, I, I did used to dread this Sunday, dread this message, but now I love it. I look forward to the end of the year message because it is good and healthy and right for God's people to reflect on all that God has done. And a church that is remembering all that God has done is a healthy church for sure. Um, so the closing benediction of Hebrews 13 Verses 20 and 21 is appropriate. It's an appropriate text for us to finish our year on um, because the author is doing a, a few things. He is asking for God's people to be powerfully equipped. He's asking God to powerfully equip his people to do his will through his power so that Jesus alone gets the glory. So I'll say that again and I'll break it down as we read uh, verses 20 and 21. So the author is asking God to powerfully equip the Hebrew believers. Where do I get that? It says, now may the God of peace, who brought again Jesus from the dead, verse 21, may he equip you, may he equip you with everything good that you may do his will. So the author is asking God to powerfully equip these believers, these Hebrew believers, to do his will um, so that... And do that with power so that Jesus 
to whom be glory forever and ever. Amen. Jesus might receive the glory. So the word equip in verse 20, that's kind of verse 21, that's kind of where we're going to set our sights. All right. The word equip, uh, may God equip you with everything good that you may do his will. It means to fit out. That's what that word means. It means to fit out or outfit. Um, in a physical sense, that word means to uh, receive the gear or the equipment that you need to do a task or to do an activity. Um, in an ethical and spiritual sense, the word equip means uh, to be strengthened in mind and in soul uh, to carry out um, what, what you're, basically the idea is to be mentally ready uh, to do what you need to do. So the word equip is used, the same word is used in Matthew 4, 21, where Jesus' disciples are the referenced and they are mending or equipping their nets. So they're out in the water and they're mending their nets. And that's where Jesus finds them as they're repairing and preparing their nets for the next catch of fish. Um, in Hebrews 11, verse 3, this word is also used. And it is used in relation to God creating the heavens and the earth. So it's uh, God is setting all creation in order. He's equipping all of his creation in order, um, just as he meant it to be in the six days of creation. So God loves to equip his people. That's what I want you to understand this morning. God loves to equip his people. And that's the, that's the prayer of the, of the uh, author of Hebrews, is he's saying, I'm praying that the God of peace who brought again from the dead, Jesus, that, that God, the Father, that he would equip you with power to do his will. And so that's the heart here. This is who God is. He is by nature an equipper. He wants to equip you. It's what he does. He equips his people to do what they're called to do. And so um, we need this now in 2020 because a lot of people are saying, I'm not equipped to handle a year like this. I'm not equipped. I don't know how to react. I don't know how to respond to all the different trials and tribulations that are coming my way, the difficulties, the inconveniences of 2020. I'm not sure I'm equipped to do all this. And we need to know that God is an equipping God. He is one who wants to equip his people uh, with the right gear, the right stuff, the right mental and spiritual preparation so that whatever God brings your way, he's equipped you to get through it. And so it's really good when believers realize or understand or know that God has already equipped them for the trials that they're about ready to go through. And so once you get saved by Jesus from your sins, once that happens, God begins to equip you for your Christian life. Um, every person has a different story. Every person is walking through some different circumstances, but the same God is over every believer who comes to Christ, and he is equipping that believer to do his will with power. And, and that is a really in, a big encouragement for us because it's good to know that God knows what he's doing, that he knows exactly what he's doing in your life and in mine, and he's equipping you for what lies ahead. And God's way ahead of us. He, he equips us, and he does it way beforehand uh, long before we ever know about it, God is at work equipping us with everything good that we might do his will. And so when we pray for one another, we pray that God might allow other Christians to see 
the hand of God in their lives. So that if I'm praying for, you know, for Brother John or Brother uh, Jessica or Sister Jessica, I'm praying that God would allow them to see that God has already equipped them. I'm praying that God would allow them to see all the equipment they already have to do God's will in power. And so the same power that raised Jesus from the dead um, is the power that is at work inside of Christians. And God has equipped believers to do his will in, in a way that pleases him and in a way that Jesus alone gets glory. So, um, what do I mean? Here's what I mean. Well, God, you maybe have heard this quote, God will never leave you where his grace won't keep you. Um, that's a good quote. I think, I think it's a really good one because God will never leave you where his grace won't keep you, won't sustain you. And um, we have all the power of God to endure whatever God's taking us through because God has equipped us. That's the centerpiece of where we're at this morning in Hebrews. So I want you to consider 1 Peter chapter 5, verse 10. The Apostle Peter says this, after, And you also, after you have suffered for a little while, the God of all grace, who has called you to his eternal glory in Christ, will himself restore, confirm, strengthen, and establish you. Now this word for restore, this is the same word for equip. So, so after you've suffered a little while, believer, the God of all grace, who has called you to his eternal glory in Christ, will himself equip you, confirm and strengthen and establish you. So God's equipping power is, is personal. God himself will see you through the trial, and he will give you the equipment you need before the trial, during the trial, and after the trial to endure the trial so that he might receive all the praise for the grace that he gave you. So God provides and he equips so that Jesus might receive the glory and honor and praise. So the, the whole reason God equips you and I as believers is so that when we're through the thing, we can tell everybody that we know that Jesus Christ did it. Jesus deserves the glory and the praise and the honor. So at the end of 2020, we can endure this year and we can say that we endured based on the equipping power of God. And in the midst of that, Jesus deserves all the glory for 2020. Amen. So I think as we launch into that thought of God's equipping power, we're going to just look back at 2020. I was going to look back at 2020 and talk about how great God was, how great God is, and how great God will be as we look into the future. Because he has equipped us in 2020 um, to, to not only endure it, but to see his blessings in it. And that is a gift of his grace. So we're going to just look back at 2020 and see some of the ways in which God equipped living waters to do his will with power so that Jesus gets the glory. And, and as, you, as I kind of recap the year, chill out if you don't hear your story, okay? I'm, I'm hitting the big things. I'm hitting the big stories that I know are on my heart to share. And if I miss your story, well, you, praise God, you can go on and testify this year, testify today about what God did. So just chill out if I don't get to your story or get to everything. Um, in 2020, I want to lead off with this thought, that God equipped us 
to discover the gospel and technology. God equipped us to discover the power of the gospel and technology. So when COVID hit us like a freight train and in, in mid-March, if you guys remember mid-March of 2020, and everybody didn't know how to respond. Everybody was like, I don't know what we do. I was actually on a trip. I was heading away from Iowa when this all hit really hard. And, and we didn't know what we were doing. God had already equipped Jake Smith, Jared Anderson, and Lawrence Michelson. God equipped these three men ahead of time so that uh, when everybody else didn't know what to do, these men, these servants of Jesus, knew exactly what to do. And they set up a fantastic streaming service for us so that, by God's grace, we were, con we were able to continue to worship Jesus even from the, the comforts of our home as we are all locked down. We could stay together. We could stay connected and we streamed through our different online services. And we praise God for that. You know, we did that for 12 straight weeks. I think there's a picture that you might see here in a few moments. Uh, we did this for 12 straight weeks. And I think you can see the scene there in the well where Brandon's playing guitar. And we would just do this little, it almost felt like this little studio church. And it was totally weird. It was totally weird. But God was so good in that because it kept us connected to one another in God's word. And we did that for 12 straight weeks. And I would like to say yes and amen to that. And, and who, can, who can not be thankful for the amazing productions of Wednesday Night Live? I mean, Wednesday Night Live was a thing. It was a thing at our church. We never dreamt about it beforehand. We didn't think it through in our strategic planning in January, it just kind of came about in, in April in, and in March and in May, and we just did it, and it was awesome and hilarious. Who knew how many secret and hidden talents our church staff had? I mean, this is absolutely bonkers, the way Julie McDaniel and Chelsea Smith and Danielle Van Wyk, like just they just took the stage, and they were, they were instant stars. And so, you know, Wednesday Night Live became a thing, we began to do seminars online as well. We began to do a lot of different things uh, just online. And we never dreamt that, that we were equipped to do that. But God equipped living waters. He equipped us long beforehand with the technology, the ability, and the people who love Jesus to set all those things up so that we could still do his will, which is to preach the gospel and feed the flock of God, and stay connected to one another as a church. And even now, I'm preaching to a camera right now, and it's not my favorite, but you know what? It's the thing that God has equipped us to do. We can do this now so that we can preach the gospel and talk about Jesus and feed the church family God's word. And in the midst of that, we can say that Jesus deserves all the praise because he's the one who equipped Jake and Lawrence and Jared, and we're so thankful for those three guys, to, to be able to have the talents and the skills and the abilities, to have the equipment to bring in this venue for you. And for that, we praise God, and we thank God, and we, we, we want to give glory to God so that Jesus can receive all the praise because God equipped us to do this. Um, in 2020, God also equipped us to purchase a new church building. 
And this was a big, big thing this year. By a miracle of God's grace, we paid Fairway Corporation $1 million cash to purchase their old store property on Southeast 22nd um, Street. And we are just so thankful for that. As you may recall, the sale of the well fell through on March 13th to be exact. And I remember that day very well. Uh, because we were really pinning our hopes on the well, our office building, selling. And at that moment, we had prayed earnestly. We had done prayer meetings. We were fasting. We were praying. We were asking God to do a miracle for us to get up to the $1.2 million purchase price that Fairway um, had set in front of us. And so when, when we got that email on March 13th that the well sale was going to fall through, I remember just well, I cried some tears for sure in my office. And then I walked across the street over to our new church building and I just didn't know what to do. I was exhausted. I, I didn't know what to do. School was just getting out at Riverwoods Elementary School down the street. And I just cried out to God and said, God, this is heartbreaking. I have no idea what we're going to do now because this was kind of the last thing that we were counting on for financial provision. And God, what are you doing? And, and I, just, I just cried tears of sorrow. And I cried tears of, I believe, but help my unbelief, God. And school was getting out and the kids were walking up and down the sidewalks. And it was just, it was just this amazing moment of worship, desperate worship to God. To say, God, I don't know how in the world you've equipped us to get through this, but by grace, I believe you. I believe that you're going to do it somehow, some way. And so it was just a week later um, that we had a, a communication and a meeting with Fairway Corporate. We said, we have a million dollars and we're just going to lay this down at your feet and uh, you're going to have to show us grace here. And we're just going to totally trust God that we have a stack of cash. And uh, by the grace of God, uh, the pandemic, um, the coronavirus pandemic was right, literally right on time. And I say that not in a flippant way. I say that because in the timing of God, it could not have been better for us as a church because it was in that moment that everybody was being hit by a pandemic. And I think it made Fairway on a human level very sensitive to where we were because they knew that a pandemic was hitting. They knew that we needed to raise all this money and we didn't have it, and there was going to be really no way for us to raise money in the middle of a, a pandemic outbreak. And it was at that moment that they graciously accepted our offer of $1 million as we stood by faith. God equipped us to do his will according to his power through Christ so that Christ would receive all the glory. God equipped us for that moment. We didn't know we had the equipment that was sufficient. But God knew that our equipment at that moment was sufficient to carry us through. And to the praise of his glory, we closed on the purchase of that property on Good Friday, April 10th. And that was truly a good Friday. And God was so good to us. Uh, we closed on the property. We felt good. It was such a good feeling to be through the, the fundraising and through all the processes and through all the things and walking by faith and Genesis 18, 14 is anything impossible with God campaign and groceries to gospel. It felt so good just to be done, paid in full. 
And it makes you kind of see the power of the gospel. When we put our faith in Jesus, literally, our sins are taken care of and Jesus has paid it in full on the cross. And that feeling of forgiveness is a feeling that, that we felt as a church as we finally just could breathe and say, to the praise of Jesus and his glory, this building is now our building. It's our new church building, our new church home. And we praise God for that. God equipped us for that. Um, God equipped us also for tent church. Tent church. God equipped us for tent church. He got us ready and he outfitted us for tent church. So with Riverwoods Elementary closing their doors because of COVID in mid-March, we as a church were effectively homeless. And that has kind of been our story all year long for 2020. And this was just the beginning of that. We had enjoyed 11 years of uninterrupted rent from uh, the Des Moines Public School System. And then all of a sudden we were out in a moment and we were effectively homeless. What are we gonna do? Well, God equipped us to rent a tent of all things, of all the ideas that came through the, the ringer at that time, God allowed us to land on this idea of renting a tent um, in our parking lot of the new church building and we had just closed on the property. So it was a perfect timing situation and that's exactly what we did. Uh, from June through August, we had this big tent. And I think uh, there's a picture. I think you can see this tent. It's this big tent in the middle of the parking lot. And we were like, sure, let's try it. And it was such a refreshing, fun, and great experience for our church. Um, many community visitors would walk up and they would just come and just be a part of our service. Even though they had never visited our church before, they would just literally walk up. Um, some were drunk, okay, some were sober, some were high, some were not, uh, but regardless of how they came to the tent, they came to the tent, and we were thanking God for that. So we would hear, um, we would hear of and see many community visitors that would come up to the tent, and it was a joy to meet them. It was truly a joy. Uh, there was, it was a joy to meet Tonda. Tonda, um, she came to church every Sunday with her cowboy hat on, and she would just sit all the way in the back. She wouldn't even take a chair, even though we offered her a chair. She would just sit in the back of the parking lot, hear God's word. And God really did a work in her life during that, during that summer. Um, we also met a, guy, I met a guy named Mark Jackson. And Mark was a really cool guy and, and lived in the Virginia Park, Park Apartments. And he would walk down and every Sunday he would have a really specific thing that he would say about my sermon, which is always really good. And God was working in his life. And the ladies from Virginia Park Apartments, all, the, all in their wheelchairs, they'd come over, be a part of our community, which is really cool and a continuation of what had started at Riverwoods Elementary School. And so we were thankful for them. Uh, my new neighbors, Jason and Jessica came. Caleb and Michaela came. Andrew and Sarah came. Brandon and Ashley came. Mark and Andrea came. Melissa came. Jessica came. Stephen Kay came. Tammy and Tori came. And that's just the beginning of that list of all the people that came out. Um, I, think, I think our tent church, God gave us great weather all summer. I think people were, were really surprised at, at what a cool experience that was. And so we give God all the praise for that. We were blessed uh, to be under the tent as well for VBS week. VBS was a great thing. Julie McDaniel led us through that week and it was, uh, it was kind of a COVID, not COVID event. Like, do we do it? Do we not do it? And by faith, we just said, hey, we're going to offer a VBS. And I think we were one of the few, very few churches in the metro that offered a VBS. But God blessed it. It was an awesome week. And I remember handing out flyers that week for 
VBS for the event. And I was knocking on doors and meeting people and inviting people over. And there, well, there was an older gal, her name was Doris. And uh, Doris was watching all these kids and it was hot. It was really hot. I was sweating like crazy and just handing out flyers and saying hi to people. I stopped by Doris's house and I gave Doris a flyer and said, hey, you should bring all these kids because there's like seven of them. You should bring all these kids to VBS this week. And she said, she said, hey, young man, are you hot? Do you need a freezy pop? And I was like, yeah, I'm really hot, but I don't want to take your freezy pop. I mean, there's a lot of kids here. She's like, son, sit down, take a freezy pop, which I, you know, I was like, okay, all right. If Doris is saying it, I'm sitting down and having a freezy pop. So I sat down, I had a freezy pop with Doris, and we just got to talk about Jesus, and we got to talk about God and his goodness. And, and uh, I just, as I was sitting there on their front porch, hanging out, I just said, hey, Doris, you, you should bring the kids down to VBS, it's, and uh, it's, our church is doing it. She's like, where's that at? I said, oh, we're doing it under this big tent. Oh, the big tent? We love the big tent. We drive by that tent all the time. We love what you guys do in the community. We're all about that. I'm bringing all these kids. I'm going to lasso them all in the van. We're going to bring them all. And uh, I just remember just laughing and having such a good time with Doris on her front porch. And sure enough, she came. And she brought a van full, and we saw Kyrie and Carter and Camden and Rashad and Anani and others come to VBS, and that was a blessing. Um, also at VBS were Amber. We, we met Amber and her son Robbie and her daughter Dallas, and we, we met, we, well, we not met, I, most people met. I re-met and re reacquainted with Beer Swan and Cece and TT and Jacob and Caitlin and Samantha and Zach. A guy named Zach brought um, his daughter Freya and his son Jackson out to VBS. And that whole week was, was uh, kind of crescendoed with our family fun night, which we saw bring about 400 people out to the parking lot. It was an awesome event. And then the craziest rainstorm of all time hit. As you guys know, Iowa weather is very moody. And so we got a rainstorm right in the middle of the event. It was awesome, but it stunk because... That basically ended the event, but it was a downpour. It's crazy, but it's cool to meet all these people. And uh, God equipped us during VBS week to have a phenomenal week to the praise of his glory. And uh, God also used that tent uh, to equip us for the ethnic reconciliation conversation. Um, we had a racial march and demonstration across the street from the well in July. And uh, as you know, racial tensions were very high this summer. And so we had, a, we had a, a demonstration across the street, which, of course, I went, talked to people, and, and tried to figure out the heart of the gathering and all that. And so we hosted three racial reconciliation nights underneath our tent, and those were also richly blessed by God. We had such good conversations. Uh, we had 20 people the first week. We had 40 people the, the second week. And it was just a, it was an amazing gathering of conversations where we talked about Jesus Christ and his gospel, and we let God's word be the dictator of our conversation. So it was very moving um, to be a part of those conversations. The, the conversations were educational. Uh, they were helpful. Uh, they were very hard at times. They were from the heart, very raw emotionally, but very biblical and very powerful. And we kind of came through those meetings under the tent seeing that God has placed us as a church at Living Waters in a very unique place to be a leader in our local community 
for ethnic reconciliation and defining ethnicity according to the Bible and being a leader in that conversation to help reconciliation happen between not only sinners and God, but forgiven sinners toward one another. It's by God's grace, God used us. So God equipped us with a tent and we never saw this coming. I mean, we didn't plan on this. We didn't sit in our meetings in January and say, I think we should rent a tent this summer. Um, God just brought it to us. He had already equipped the tent company to give us a screaming deal uh, on our rental. And, and also, he had already equipped us to be ready, to be mobile, to be a church that's already mobile, to be ready to move into a tent if need be. And God did some amazing things. And he equipped us for that long beforehand, that we might do his will with resurrection power to the glory of of Jesus, and we do give Jesus all the glory for what he did this summer. Finally, um, God equipped the LWF community in 2020. He equipped the LWF community to thrive. And I, I say, even in 2020, people have gotten saved and have gotten baptized, which is still the center of Jesus' mission for the church. Um, in Matthew 28, 19 and 20, these are very familiar verses to many of you. But Jesus said, go therefore and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit and teaching them to observe all that I've commanded you and lo, I'm with you always, even to the end of the age. That's still Jesus's mission. It's the heart of his mission is to see people get saved and baptized and discipled. And we saw that happen. Uh, by the grace of God, we had the privilege of baptizing uh, 14 people, or no, yeah, 14 people throughout the year, and I think you're going to see some of those photos um, as, we, as we go here. So as you're scrolling through and seeing those photos, this is what God did. God baptized 14. We have at least 18 people who need to be baptized in 2021, and we picture that list growing and growing and growing as more people come to Jesus and get saved this year. So we are so thankful for the transformation of people's lives. You know, I can't help but think of, of Bob Horsch. I can't help but think of the transformation God has done in Bob and, and how he was away from Christ, far from Christ, and, and struggling with all different kinds of addiction and all these different things. And God brings him to Jesus, and he gives a powerful testimony of grace. I think of um, not only Bob, but I think of Sharla. Sharla, who was saved last summer, and, and, and it really has been growing and changing and to see her transformation, to see her come to Jesus and, and give her testimony at the YMCA and get baptized it was just a huge thrill to me. And so we're very thankful that God has continued to equip his church to share the gospel, to see people get baptized, to follow the Lord and believers baptism and grow in the grace of God. And so by by his grace, we'll see more of that happen as our evangelism team continues to sprout its wings and, and go out to all of our communities and share Christ with others. And so we're praying for 2021 to be a banner year that way. Um, also in 2020, we added 10 new members in, the, in our fourth quarter meeting, which is a COVID miracle. That is a miracle to have 18 people come to Living Waters membership class, and then 10 people become members at Living Waters. That is a miracle of God's grace, and we're very thankful um, and blown away. During the membership class, um, the testimony over and over again was 
why do you love living waters or why are you here or what do you appreciate most about living waters person after person after person said we we love this place because of the community the community sense of the church we love that we are genuinely loved here we love that we are genuine we sense a genuine love for god and a genuine love for one another and you can't make that stuff up and this is music to this pastor's ears that you know, nobody said, well, you know, we just love the preaching around here and, and uh, we just love New Heart Counseling and like we didn't have the silo testimonies, which I, I give glory to God for. Um, people said over and over again, we love it because the community, we love that we feel a sense of community here and by God's grace that will never change at Living Waters as we pursue loving him and loving each other well. Um, and, and we'll finish by saying, um, our community was thriving in the area of small groups. Um, our small groups really, th really thrived in 2020. And by God's grace and for his glory, we started three new small groups. All of them are thriving this year. And we give God all the glory for that. But just to see all the small groups that even exist, to see them thrive more and more, to do community together. During COVID, you know, everybody's at home and everybody's just, we can't necessarily gather well, small groups were a lifeblood for so many believers from March all the way through the rest of the year of this year to connect in smaller groups, to share life together. Um, I don't even want to know. Well, I guess I kind of do, but I don't, I don't know the numbers. I, I would love to know the, the amount of meals that were shared um, within our church this year. I would say it's in the hundreds and maybe even peaking toward a thousand meals shared together this year. Um, I, I would love to know how many conversations happened, biblical conversations where believers helping other believers through our New Heart Counseling Ministry and just in our small groups. I would guess they're in, into the thousands of conversations that really have helped people grow in Christ. And so um, in 2020, God allowed our community to thrive. And for that, we give him all the glory. So as we close and we get ready to embrace God's vision for 2021. I am so thankful for what God has done this year. What God has done to equip the saints, to equip his church with power to do his will and to give Jesus all the glory. I'm so thankful for this. Um, was it a hard year, 2020? Yes. I mean, aren't you happy to close the book on 2020? I know I am. I am so thankful for that. I I am praying for like a normal year, and I think we'll be praying for that for the next decade of our lives. Just praying that, God, please, we will never be uh, unthankful for a normal year ever again. Um, I think we'll be making promises to God like that for a long time. But I am thankful for 2020. Was it a hard year? Yes. Was it a good year? Yes. Emphatically, yes. And for some of you, watching this morning, 2020 has been the worst year of your life. And it's been the worst year of your life because you're not truly saved. Um, for some of you, you've had no comfort all year. Zero comfort all year. You've been down, you've been depressed, you've been discouraged. You have been really, really, really melancholy. You've been very dark in your thinking and your outlook because you've not truly repented of your sins and trusted in Jesus Christ as your Savior. So today, at the end of 2020, what might be the worst year of your life, 
Today might be the start of the best year of your life. If you would give your life to Christ and repent of your sins and tell Jesus that you've been messing around with him for your whole life and accept his sacrifice on the cross and his resurrection into your heart, if you do that, genuinely, you will be saved, the Bible says. And this could be, I can't think of a better way to begin 2021 than for some of you to get saved and to meet Christ. Um, As 2020 arrives... Uh, believer in Jesus, I'm excited to see what God is going to do in our church. I am so hopeful for 2021. I am so excited to see what God's going to do. I know that when God prunes his children, when he, when he cuts and, and, and really gets and slices into his children, um, he does that so his children will bear more fruit. And so I think that I'm excited to see the fruit bearing that's going to happen in 2021, what God is going to do by his grace. And we are confident that as God has equipped us to get through 2020, no matter what 2021 holds up, our prayer is that God will continue to equip you as a believer and me as a believer to do his will with power so that Jesus Christ may receive all the glory. So praise God and let's close our time in prayer. Father, we're thankful for this opportunity to just take a moment to testify to your grace and all the good things that you have done. Lord, everything that you have done this year, both the really good and the really hard, all of it, you have equipped us for in Christ. And you have carried us through this year, Lord, so that we will do your will with power, so that Jesus alone will receive the glory. So God, this morning I pray for those hearts who are away from Christ and not saved and not redeemed. I pray that, Lord, this morning would even be the morning that they cry out to Jesus Christ and they admit that they're a sinner and that they ask Christ to come into their heart and save them. I pray that this morning would be the morning of salvation for some. And God, I pray for believers that we would not lose our hope or that you would help us to see your good hand that has equipped us to get through 2020. And Lord, just as you equipped us to get through this last year, you are equipping us and will equip us for what 2021 holds. So God, by your grace, may you encourage believers to keep fighting the good fight of faith, And Lord, would you keep all of our eyes fixed on Jesus Christ? And to him we pray. Amen. Well, thanks for joining us this morning. We love you, church. Have a happy new year this week. And uh, we will hopefully see you, God willing, next week. We'll be back to two physical services, uh, one at 8.30 a.m. and one at 10 a.m., both at AMC Theaters. And by God's grace, we will see you there. Have a great day. We'll talk to you real soon.